section twenty one of the art of letters this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. the art of letters by robert lind the wisdom of coleridge two coleridge as a talker coleridge's talk resembles the movements of one of the heavenly bodies it moves luminously on its way without impediment without conflict when dr johnson talks half our pleasure is due to our sense of conflict his sentences are knobby sticks we love him as a good man playing the bully even more than as a wise man talking common sense he is one of the comic characters in literature he belongs in his eloquence to the same company as falstaff and micawber he was to some extent the invention of a scottish humorist named boswell burke we read in coleridge's table talk said and wrote more than once that he thought johnson greater in talking than writing and greater in boswell than in real life coleridge's conversation is not to the same extent a coloured expression of personality he speaks out of the solitude of an oracle rather than struts upon the stage of good company a master of repartees at his best he becomes the mouthpiece of universal wisdom as when he says to most men experience is like the stern lights of a ship which illuminate only the track it has passed he can give us in a sentence the central truth of politics reconciling what is good in individualism with what is good in socialism in a score or so of words that is the most excellent state of society in which the patriotism of the citizen ennobles but does not merge the individual energy of the man and he can give common sense as well as wisdom imaginative form as in the sentence truth is a good dog but beware of barking too close to the heels of error lest you get your brains knocked out i am by the law of my nature a reasoner said coleridge and he explained that he did not mean by this an arguer he was a discoverer of order of laws of causes not a controversialist he sought after principles whether in politics or literature he quarrelled with gibbon because his decline and fall was little else but a disguised collection of splendid anecdotes instead of a philosophic search for the ultimate causes of the ruin of the roman empire coleridge himself formulated these causes in sentences that are worth remembering at a time when we are debating whether the world of the future is to be a vast boxing ring of empires or a community of independent nations he said the true key to the declension of the roman empire which is not to be found in all gibbon's immense work may be stated in two words the imperial character overlaying and finally destroying the national character rome under trajan was an empire without a nation one must not claim too much for coleridge however he was a seer with his head among the stars but he was also a human being with uneven gait stumbling amid infirmities prejudices and unhappinesses he himself boasted in a delightful sentence for one mercy i owe thanks beyond all utterance that 
with all my gastric and bowel distempers my head hath ever been like the head of a mountain in blue air and sunshine it is to be feared that coleridge's gastric and bowel distempers had more effect on his head than he was aware of like other men he often spoke out of a heart full of grievances he uttered the bitterness of an unhappily married dyspeptic when he said the most happy marriage i can picture or image to myself would be the union of a deaf man to a blind woman it is amusing to reflect that one of the many books which he wished to write was a book on the duties of women more especially to their husbands one feels again that in his defence of the egoism of the great reformers he was apologising for a vice of his own rather than making an impersonal statement of truth how can a tall man help thinking of his size he asked when dwarfs are constantly standing on tiptoe beside him the personal note that occasionally breaks in upon the oracular rhythm of the table talk however is a virtue in literature even if a lapse in philosophy the crumbs of a great man's autobiography are no less precious than the crumbs of his wisdom there are moods in which one prefers his egotism to his great thoughts it is pleasant to hear coleridge boasting the ancient mariner cannot be imitated nor the poem love they may be excelled they are not inimitable one is amused to know that he succeeded in offending lamb on one occasion by illustrating the cases of vast genius in proportion to talent and the predominance of talent in conjunction with genius in the persons of lamb and himself it is amusing too to find that while wordsworth regarded the ancient mariner as a dangerous drag on the popularity of lyrical ballads coleridge looked on his poem as the feature that had sold the greatest number of the copies of the book it is only fair to add that in taking this view he spoke not self-complacently but humorously i was told by long mans that the greater part of the lyrical ballads had been sold to seafaring men who having heard of the ancient mariner concluded that it was a naval song-book or at all events that it had some relation to nautical matters of autobiographical confessions there are not so many in table talk as one would like at the same time there are one or two which throw light on the nature of coleridge's imagination we get an idea of one of the chief differences between the poetry of coleridge and the poetry of wordsworth when we read the confession i had the perception of individual images very strong but a dim one of the relation of place i remember the man or the tree but where i saw them i mostly forget the nephew who collected coleridge's talk declared that there was no man whom he would more readily have chosen as a guide in morals but i would not take him as a guide through streets or fields or earthly roads the author of kubla khan asserted still more strongly on another occasion his indifference to locality dear sir walter scott and myself are exact but harmonious opposites in this that every old ruin hill river or tree called up in his mind a host of historical or biographical associations just as a bright pan of brass when beaten 
is said to attract the swarming bees whereas for myself notwithstanding dr johnson i believe i should walk over the plain of marathon without taking more interest in it than in any other plain of similar features yet i receive as much pleasure in reading the account of the battle in herodias as any one can charles lamb wrote an essay on a man who lived in past time i thought of adding another to it on one who lived not in time at all past present or future but beside or collaterally some of coleridge's other memories are of a more trifling and amusing sort he recalls for instance the occasion of his only flogging at school he had gone to a shoemaker and asked to be taken on as an apprentice the shoemaker being an honest man had at once told the boy's master boyer asked me why i had made myself such a fool to which i answered that i had a great desire to be a shoemaker and that i hated the thought of being a clergyman why so said he because to tell you the truth sir said i i am an infidel for this without more ado boyer flogged me wisely as i think soundly as i know any whining or sermonizing would have gratified my vanity and confirmed me in my absurdity as it was i laughed at and got heartily ashamed of my folly among the reminiscences of coleridge no passage is more famous than that in which he relates how as he was walking in a lane near highgate one day a loose slack not well-dressed youth was introduced to him it was keats he was introduced to me and stayed a minute or so after he had left us a little way he came back and said let me carry away the memory coleridge of having pressed your hand there is death in that hand i said too when keats was gone yet this was i believe before the consumption showed itself distinctly another famous anecdote relates to the time at which coleridge like wordsworth carried the fires of the french revolution about him into the peace of the west country speaking of a fellow-disciple of the liberty of those days coleridge afterwards said john thelwall had something very good about him we were once sitting in a beautiful recess in the quantocks when i said to him citizen john this is a fine place to talk treason in nay citizen samuel replied he it is rather a place to make a man forget that there is any necessity for treason is there any prettier anecdote in literary history besides the impersonal wisdom and the personal anecdotes of the table talk however there are a great number of opinions which show us coleridge not as a seer but as a character a crusty gentleman every whit as ready to express an antipathy as a principle he shared dr johnson's quarrel with the scots and said of them i have generally found a scotchman with a little literature very disagreeable he is a superficial german or a dull frenchman the scotch will attribute merit to people of any nation rather than the english he had no love for jews or dissenters or catholics and anticipated carlyle's hostility to the emancipation of the negroes he raged against the reform bill catholic emancipation 
and the education of the poor in schools he was indignant with belgium for claiming national independence one cannot read much of his talk about politics without amazement that so wise a man should have been so frequently a fool at the same time he generally remained an original fool he never degenerated into a mere partisan he might be deceived by reactionary ideals but he was not taken in by reactionary leaders he was no more capable than shelley of mistaking castlerica for a great man and he did not join in the glorification of pitt like dr johnson he could be a tory without feeling that it was necessary at all costs to bully ireland coleridge indeed went so far as to wish to cut the last link with ireland as the only means of saving england discussing the irish question he said i am quite sure that no dangers are to be feared by england from the disannexing and independence of ireland at all comparable with the evils which have been and will yet be caused to england by the union we have never received one particle of advantage from our association with ireland mr pitt has received great credit for effecting the union but i believe it will sooner or later be discovered that the manner in which and the terms upon which he effected it made it the most fatal blow that ever was levelled against the peace and prosperity of england from it came the catholic bill from the catholic bill has come this reform bill and what next when one thinks of the injury that the subjection of ireland has done the english name in america in russia in australia and elsewhere in quite recent times one can hardly deny that on this matter coleridge was a sound prophet it is the literary rather than the political opinions however that will bring every generation of readers afresh to coleridge's table talk no man ever talked better in a few sentences on shakespeare sterne and the tribe of authors one may not agree with coleridge in regarding jeremy taylor as one of the four chief glories of english literature or in thinking southey's style next door to faultless but one listens to his obiter dicta eagerly as the sayings of one of the greatest minds that have interested themselves in the criticism of literature there are tedious pages in table talk but these are for the most part concerned with theology on the whole the speech of coleridge was golden even the leaden parts are interesting because they are coleridge's lead one wishes the theology was balanced however by a few more glimpses of his lighter interests such as we find in the passage never take an iambus for a christian name Altrochi or tribach will do very well edith and rotha are my favorite names for women what we want most of all in table talk is to get an author into the confession album coleridge's table talk would have stood a worse chance of immortality were it not for the fact that he occasionally came down out of the pulpit and babbled End of section twenty one